Welcome back to Become a Calm Mama. I am your host. I am Darlene Childress. I am a life and parenting coach. And I was debating about whether or not I wanted to do an episode, a new episode on Mother's Day. And I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll run the episode from last year because it has so many good tips and advice in it. And I realized I actually just wanted to talk about it again. And I really wanted to share my own journey with uh, Mother's Day and talk about how it's changed for me over time, like what I need from Mother's Day. And it actually really reflects sort of the journey of motherhood in general, how different stages of parenting are challenging in different ways. There are periods of time when we really need a break from our kids, right? They're just around us all the time and it's so exhausting and we need a break. And then there's other times as they get older that we don't spend that much time with them and we crave and long for that. And I think it's an interesting topic just reflecting on being a mom and, you know, around Mother's Day, kind of thinking about why we have this day and what it means. And so I kind of want to go through my experience of Mother's Day, but not just to talk about it, but also to sort of frame the whole journey of raising kids so that if you're in the early stages and you're exhausted and overwhelmed and frustrated, that you can kind of see what has come what's coming possibly. And then also if you're kind of in those later stages, sort of reflect back on the journey that you've been on. And so I'm going to use Mother's Day as as an example of that. And I have to be honest, you know, this is my older son's senior year of high school and we're getting to the graduation and, and the end of the school year and all those rites of passages. And I have been a little bit reflective and a little bit nostalgic about the past and and really reflecting on the journey. So this is probably why I wanted to talk about it a little bit because it's really present for me. As I've been reflecting on my Mother's Day experiences, so Lincoln is 19 and or almost 19, so I've had like 18 Mother's Days. And I have noticed that my needs have changed over the period of time that I've been a mom. And it really does depend on how, how, what the caregiving to the kids looked like and what my emotional needs were at that time. And I can look back at the different Mother's Day choices that I've made and I can see how those different needs show up in how I created an intentional Mother's Day. I will talk about an intentional Mother's Day at the end, but if you don't get to the end of this episode, I very early on, like within the first one or two Mother's Days after I've had them, I realized that I wanted to create a day that worked best for me. And I started to create an intentional Mother's Day pretty early on as a mom. And I want to give you permission to create whatever it is that you want for your Mother's Day experience. And Last year in the episode that I did, I really go deep dive into how to do that. So you can, you know, if you are like, I want to do that, you can stop right now and go back to that archived episode and look it up. It's actually episode 14 and it came out on May 5th of last year. 
So what I've noticed is that in the beginning, when I first became a mom, it was really important to me to like create some sort of family dynamic. I wanted to have this like idyllic version of our family and I worked hard to become a mom. Really important to me to have this like cherished little memory with Kevin, my husband and you know, the kids. So I have some early memories of like going to the zoo. We went to the zoo one year for Mother's Day. Hashtag do not recommend. It was a terrible day. Um, We also took some picnics that I planned and organized and got kids all gathered for and took them to places that I thought were going to be very charming that weren't very kid friendly. So I was making some, I wouldn't say mistakes, but I was trying to create, I don't know, some sort of you know, Instagram worthy Mother's Day in my mind. And it was something I wanted. Kevin worked a lot and I wanted to have like family time. It was like kind of this sweet thing that I was craving. And I wanted to like have the memories. (laughs) A lot of parenting is about creating memories, which now that I'm sort of on the back end of it, I'm like, did I, did I create all the memories? (laughs) You know, did I do it? Um, and you know, you want to have the experiences, but you also do it for the memories. So I was really in it in the beginning for the memories and um, sort of this this feeling that I was chasing of, uh, I don't know if it's perfection, but I, I was chasing something that I wasn't getting. I'll tell you that. And so I probably like year three, year four, you know, kids are, are two and four, something like that. I was like, wait, this Mother's Day thing isn't working for me. I am not getting my needs met. Um, So that's when I started to really think about, well, what do I want? How do I want to feel? What do I actually need? And so what I noticed is that there there was a chunk of years that what I actually needed was time by myself. Having little kids, you are on duty a lot. They're around you a lot. They don't go to school very much. They don't really do a lot of you know, enrichment and babysitters are, you know, kind of hard to come by. And if you have grandparents nearby, that's nice and it's great. But a lot of times you use that for date night or you use that to like run errands. Anyhow, I just wanted to be alone. I wanted to have time to shop. I really like clothes, which is, you know, I don't know. You can have opinions if you want, but I didn't have any time to just like browse and stroll and see what was I don't know, fashionable. I'm actually not that fashionable as a person, but I like, I like the idea of clothes. And so I, I just noticed that I wanted to be by myself and I wanted to like shop a little bit, get a cup of coffee or tea or something, sit with a muffin that I didn't have to share that nobody was asking me for. I craved time alone. I wanted to lay in bed. I wanted to be at my house by myself. I really did. I was like, these, can you, you know, to my husband, like, take them away. I wanted him to take them places so that he could be at home alone. And so that was what I really needed, which is funny because as a mom, sometimes we don't, like, especially on Mother's Day, you're, it's like, you want a Mother's Day where you don't spend time with your children? <laughs> and I was kind of like, yeah, actually I do because I spend so much time with them. I want to be alone. I want to sleep. I want to lay in bed. I want to lounge. I want to just like be a normal person. And that was a really important 
thing for me and I did it and I um, created Mother's Days that built that in. And I also noticed that I wanted like the time of day that I asked for Kevin to take the kids away was like in the morning I wanted to lounge around the house. I wanted to like take a really nice shower, put on a cute outfit and then go to the shops and get a coffee or whatever. And that was like the time of day was sort of, I wanted to not be around from, you know, the morning and the afternoon, in the early afternoon. And then slowly I noticed that I really wanted to be with my friends, that there became this period of time that I did have time alone because the kids went to school and they had enrichment and they had play dates. So I wasn't craving the alone time as much, but I was craving time with my friends, like being with other moms, with other gals. And that also sounds kind of odd, right? I want a Mother's Day where I spend time with other mothers. And, and, but I think it really reflects the struggle at that time of parenting. I'm, I'm talking about like, maybe first, second grade, like through, you know, all the way through middle school, I found that this was what I was drawn to. And so what that looked like was maybe we would spend a chunk of time together as a family, like we did some beach days or, or, you know, some time hanging out together somehow. And then I would clock off and go either have like an afternoon kind of coffee with a friend or get a drink or I'd actually go to dinner with my friends. And my gal pals are so great. Like they were, they're always down, you know? And so if I said, hey, do you want to like go to a fancy hotel bar and just hang out or like a lounge or whatever and hang out for a couple of hours and bring back takeout for our families? And they'd be like, okay, that sounds fun. So I always had friends who were, who were down for this. And I'd say, you know, do you want to go out to dinner on Mother's Day? And they'd be like, oh yeah, that sounds great. They'd spend time with their families and then we would go to dinner. Kevin would get put put the kids to bed and I would come home after that. And it was idyllic for me. And in retrospect, I realize it's because so much of my life was around either prepping, you know, homemaking and things like that while the kids were at school. And then all afternoon, all evening was just filled with kids stuff. And then weekends were filled with kids stuff. And I didn't have a lot of time with just my friends as, as moms. So that's what I craved. And that's what I created. I also noticed that I wanted to be active. Like I would starting to want to, you know, go on hikes or, or go to the beach or something like that, like be more outside during that time. Um, leisure outside, right? So I was spending a lot of time outside at parks and soccer games and things like that. But I just wanted to move my body instead of watching my children move their body. So thinking through how the needs of, of a woman raising kids changes over the period of time that she's raising them and acknowledging that and working within, with, with, within what you need and getting those needs met acknowledging what you want, acknowledging what you need, acknowledging what's missing. And I, sometimes I'll ask my clients, like, if you had a whole day to do whatever you wanted, what would that look like? And I can see based on what they answer, what kind of things that they're craving or what kinds of things are missing. 
So you can ask yourself that too. Like, what do I want? What would be perfect for me? How much time do I want to spend with my kids? How much time do I want to spend alone? How much time do I want to spend with my friends? Giving yourself full permission to figure out what that is, what you want. Now I've noticed, well, actually, there then there was a season that I wanted to spend time with each kid alone on Mother's Day. So I wanted to like do something with one and do something with the other. And so there was a period of time where I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go to breakfast with my breakfast eater who loves, you know, French toast and all that pancakes and all that yummy stuff. And, and then I'm going to, you know, come back and then I'm going to do something else with the other one, go on a hike or the one who likes to be on in the outdoors and started to create unique moments with the kids separately. And that also shows that I'm now get, they're getting older and they're not just like two peas in a pod because I had two kids. They're a little bit more individual, a little bit more unique. They're starting to grow in their identity and I'm getting curious about who they are and I want to do things with them and I want to spend time with them and I want to, you know, find out how we can build this relationship based on our new, like their new identity, really, right? The identity they're forming. So that kind of started the end of seventh, end of eighth, you know, and then we had the pandemic, which was weird, but noticing how my, my draw in the, in the parenting and the experience of being a mom was a little bit more like less about my needs. Cause I, I was getting those met pretty well. I was able to have, cause they could start spending time by them. You know, they could watch themselves and like they were becoming more and more independent. I had more time with my friends And so then I was starting to want to have time with just each of them. So my mother's days look different in that season. And that's actually kind of still what, where we've been. But then this year I noticed I was driving home, um, from something that I was at, um, dinner with a friend actually, (laughs) cause that's what you get to do as your, as your kids get older. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, it's Mother's Day. It's coming up. It's like, you know, this was last weekend. And I was like, oh, it's two weeks from now. And I was like, what do I want to do for Mother's Day? And all of a sudden this feeling boiled, like um, boiled up in me that I was like, I want to go to Magic Mountain with my teenagers and my husband. And it made me laugh because I'm not really like a big... um, you know, amusement park type of person. I don't, I don't even know when the last time I went on like a ride like that, like those big, big six flags types of rides. But I just thought I want to have some fun. I want to have some adventure. I want to like do something totally different. I want to be with my teenagers. I want to watch them move in space and, and be, you know, in like, um, you know, standing in line and chatting with them and then doing exhilarating things and then afterwards talking about it and, you know, them making fun of me. They love to make fun of me, which is adorable. And, um, you know, if I get sick or whatever, they think it's very funny. And then they're also very cute about, you know, are you okay? So I texted my husband after I got home, he wasn't home. And I was like, guess what I want to do on Mother's Day? Now, this guy has been through all these iterations of me in my variety of Mother's Day needs. So he doesn't know if I'm like, we're going to the zoo or I'm not doing anything with you or I'm going to friends or we're going to the beach. Like he doesn't know. So I'm, but he has a history, right? But he, I message him. I'm like, I want to go to Magic Mountain to Six Flags with our teenagers. And he was like, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> 
So it made me chuckle. And why? Like, why that? Also, it's because as a, as a unit, we actually find ourselves spending less time as a foursome. Our kids have jobs. They have, um, a bit, you know, big social lives. They are in school. They have interests, you know, one's a musician and one's, um, a skateboarder and, you know, is really into like working out and, um, they both have pretty good friends. And so they're busy. They're out and about, and we don't really have a ton of time that it's just anchored as the four of us doing something together. That becomes less and less frequent as they get older. You have to kind of be more and more intentional about it. This is why I think Mother's Day becomes like when you, you're a mom, right? And you have, if your mom is still alive, you have a mom and she, your mother, the grandmother may be kind of pulling everybody together, right? There's this feeling around the end of adolescence, like the end of high school, where you start to go, Ooh, it's such a treasure to have all my kids together. And it becomes very special and it comes because it's unique. And that this is where I'm transitioning into this place where I want to create very specific, intentional moments that we're all together doing something. And, and so that's where I'm at right now. That's my intentional Mother's Day. To be honest, I don't know if it's going to happen because the boys don't know if they can get the day off work. So that's weird. It's sort of odd to have your kids have jobs and things and responsibilities that, you know, you don't get to control, but that's how it is as you get, as they get older. And so you know, I'm wanting to create this intentional time. And this is probably what I will crave moving forward, I would imagine, um, that I would crave time with with my kids. And I'm sure I will want it on Mother's Day. But I want to talk a little bit about once you're a mom, how complicated it can be to satisfy your needs and your mom's needs. And I'm going to say something that's probably pretty unpopular and take a little risk here. But I really believe that the person who is currently raising children should have dibs on Mother's Day. There are other days that you can plan events for your mom. You can celebrate her on her birthday. You can celebrate her on the Saturday. You can do it next weekend. I know that there's some guilt there and there's some feeling of responsibility or duty or loyalty, especially if your mom has a habit of maybe saying things like, well, you never see us anymore. Or what about me? I'm a mom too. Or it's Mother's Day for both of us. Or let's do something together. So you might feel torn and you might feel like it's difficult to set your own boundary when it comes to Mother's Day. And I don't know if you want permission or or perspective or maybe you don't really have a struggle with this, but if it is a struggle, I would love for you to start acknowledging and honoring yourself and what you need and being honest about that. And if that means that it is really important for you to celebrate with your mom on Mother's Day, by all means do it. 
But if you notice that you're not drawn to that idea, or it's like even your mother-in-law and you're not drawn to that, you could say to your partner, if you're still partnered, you know what? You take the kids, you go see your mom, you do your mom thing. I'm going to do my thing during that time. And I'm going to care for the mother within me. I want you to feel like you have the right to take excellent care of yourself in whatever way that that looks. And that it it is okay for other people like your mother or your mother-in-law to feel sad, but you're not responsible for other people's happiness. You're not responsible for other people's feelings. You're not responsible for designing the perfect Mother's Day for your mother. She is. And if the needs are conflicted, like she's like, I want all my kids together on Mother's Day and I want to create the Mother's Day I want. You may have to say to her, mom, I appreciate that and I love you, but I'm really tired. I'm in the middle of it right now. I haven't spent the last five days, you know, gardening or whatever. I've been with my children and I'm overwhelmed and I need a break. You can advocate for yourself. You can, you matter. Your needs matter. And you can say, this is what I want. And would it, you know, asking your mom or your mother-in-law, would you be willing to let us celebrate Mother's Day for you next weekend? Or talking about as a family, like, you know, I'm not going to be there for the whole time. Or there are solutions. There are ways to make it work for everybody. What I don't want for you is for you to make it work for everybody else, but not you. That that breaks my heart. That makes me sad. I don't want you to spend Mother's Day celebrating and honoring everybody, all the other mothers, and then not and not honoring yourself. I think it's important for us as women and as moms to take a beat and acknowledge and honor ourselves first. Start with our celebration of us. Look at what you've done. Look at how much time you spent with your children. You listen to podcasts about parenting. Some, most, many of you are in my programs. You're taking my classes. You're, you know, involved. You're reading parenting books. You go to parenting workshops. Like you're in it right now. You're trying to make rules and you're trying to set boundaries and doing all sorts of really healthy bedtime routines and, you know, giving your kid healthy food and figuring out what school is right and how should they do their homework. You're in it, mamas. And it is 100% okay for you to say, I'm tired and I have some needs here. I'm lonely and I have some needs here. I'm bored and I have some needs here. And use Mother's Day as a way to get those needs met. And, you know, if it doesn't work for you on Mother's Day, like my Mother's Day might not be, we, we might not be able to get the Magic Mountain thing going. I don't, I'm fine, like, We'll just do it a different day. It's okay. Um, We don't have to be super precious about like the day, right? We can just figure out what we need and make those requests of the people around us and then wait and, you know, keep trying to make it happen for ourselves. So that's my Mother's Day reflections. Those are my thoughts about my experience as a mom and being a mom for, you know, 18 years and watching Mother's Days go by. And I love my Mother's Day experiences. I'm really 
glad that I was intentional about them. And, and those moments, either alone or with my friends or with each kid, those ha- can like spur me, <laughs> you know, through the end of the school year, through the end of May. May is so insane, right? So you can like get to the finish line and, and start your summer when you have like a chunk of time that you've been able to have your cup filled. So fill your cup on Mother's Day. I wish you the most precious Mother's Day. And I hope that you have a really, really wonderful day. Be intentional, decide what you want, ask for it and make it happen. All right, mamas, happy Mother's Day. And I will talk to you next week.